Welcome to the What the Heal podcast, where we discuss what the healing journey really looks like unfiltered. Welcome to the What the Heal podcast, where we discuss what the healing journey really looks like unfiltered. It's Brittany Bitch, and I am a traffic and weather reporter slash producer for the radio, and I'm also a pet sitter. I love the, the animals, the babies. Who's next? I was like, that's true. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Issy. I'm an intuitive psychic, Reiki practitioner, and tarot reader. Um, I am a first-generation Mexican-American. English is my second language, so please don't come for me, guys. I know I suck at talking, but please bear with me. <laughs> okay, and then you have me. Hi, guys. I'm Deshante. I'm a serial entrepreneur, and I sell everything from sex toys to baked goods. And then now I'm a podcast host. Podcaster. So I can, yeah, so I can check that off of my vision board checklist. So, yeah. All right, so tip of the day, guys. What is your healing tip of the day? Um, I guess I'll go first. I think be yourself is my tip of the day because people are going to have opinions either way. Just live in your own truth and just rock it out. Love it. Izzy? Um, mine is speak your own truth. Um, whether or not that hurts anybody, you're entitled to your truth and you're entitled to speak about it. Love it, love it. I think mine is going to be create a safe for yourself because it's hard out here. And to gather, you know, your thoughts to get back to, you know, a restart to calmness. Yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, recenter. Thank you. To recenter yourself. Okay, so Izzy, say that thing that you said earlier, the dark. The whatever. dark night of the soul. Yes. So that's what we're going to discuss today. So, Izzy, take it away, baby girl. But my dark night of the soul? Or yeah. what it means? Or, yeah, what it means. Because we don't know. <laughs> right. We stumbled on that word today. Cause... Did I bring it up? Yes. Um, well, for me, the dark night of the soul basically is like the start of your spiritual journey. Um, being at rock bottom, being like at your worst, and somehow finding the strength to overcome it. Yeah, so that's basically what it is. It's basically something traumatic that happened in your life that made you go towards the path to spiritual journey. And then who wants or to enlightenment. go first? That's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, ooh, baby, that is a long one. It's yeah, a lot. It is a lot. So, Deshante, <laughs> yours is probably the most exciting. Uh, most exciting, most traumatic, I guess. Um. I don't know. Like, I feel like this past year was my dark night of the soul or Mm -hmm. whatever. So, like, leaving that toxic, abusive marriage. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, trigger warning. But for all that don't know, I ended up stabbing my husband because he sexually assaulted me. So the stabbing was, like, in self-defense to that. So that was, that was like, the, the start of the end of it all. Because I feel like it was like I left and like like it was like a transition. And then like Mother's Day-ish 2020, like 20, no, 2022, like he had assaulted me for the last time like in front of my son. And I was like, that's it. Like my kids don't deserve to see their mother dragged and spit on and beat and da-da-da. So 
that was the it it for me. But like I had been gone a long time ago. Mentally I had checked, checked out a out. long time yeah. ago. I think I just I, I really think I stayed for like the kids and for the life. Like I was comfortable, like married. I didn't pay a bill. Should I know what gas was? So I moved out on my fucking own. I didn't know how much gas was when I saw like and I came out Talking around to the mic. I came out like around when gas was like six, seven dollars a thing. I was like, what the fuck is this ghetto ass <laughs> shit? Like I don't wanna pay this. So like I was just comfortable, but like it had reached a point where like money wasn't enough anymore. Like you couldn't beat my ass and then buy me something and think I'm gonna forget about it. Like I was un I started to become unfazed by things. Like I remember he like dragged my ass and then like I got these Gucci shoes. I didn't give a fuck about the shoes because you won't beat my ass in them anyway. So it it I don't know. That was like a total transitional period for me. And I was never like the weak girl who will just put up with whatever and just take whatever from dudes. So like just watching myself go deeper and deeper down that lane of like not even recognizing myself. Losing like, yourself. I'll yeah. say, like, if I look at my pictures from now till, like, back then, like, it's not even the same person. Like, even from, like, leaving him, it was, like, I lost, like, 40 pounds, like, so mm -hmm. fast. And it's, like, because it was always him. Mm -hmm. It wasn't me. He was the dead weight. And, like, so to me, I had, like, started to date somebody after that. And, like, I'll, I'll give it to him. He was a beautiful soul, and I feel like a good transition but, like, just noticing, like, I still had some toxic traits in me mm -hmm. from that toxic marriage. And, like, so I realized, like, I needed help. Like, I need true therapy. So, like, I feel like it didn't finally hit until after that relationship ended. And then I started therapy. So, like, I see two therapists, both of them once a week. So I see a sex trauma therapist and a regular therapist. And that's when, like, healing for me truly started. Beautiful. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and so I love that a lot. I feel like I relate a lot to you in that sense. Mm -hmm. um, my Dark Night of the Soul began in 2018 when I was with my ex. He also was very abusive and like a fucking narcissist to the max. Mm -hmm. um, he would literally like gaslight me so bad. Um, and I had left him a few other times. But of course, they always come back. You know, begging you. Um, He literally would come crying to my mom's house, begging me to come back. So I did, you know. But then, like, I feel like in 2018, um, I got close with a friend of mine named Carissa. She's a tarot reader. Um, Her channel's Flavor Vivid. <laughs> Had to shout her Black. out. Um, She kind of, like, was, like, my helper in all of this because I, I would go to her for, like, guidance. I knew I wasn't happy. Um, I knew I hadn't been happy in a long time and I wanted to get out of it also for my kids. Um, I felt like they did not need to see that. Mm -hmm. um, they should see how much a man loves a woman in a happy home. Like I would go home scared, you know, like, oh, is he going to be mad today? <clears throat> what should I say? Like I would hide a lot of myself because I would rather hide it than tell him. Mm -hmm. And that's when I realized that like I was losing myself because if I can't be me, in my own home with my partner, the one that's supposed to be my ride or die, then what the fuck do I have? You You're know? Right. Exactly. Um, and then I was 28 and I literally left him and I just left with like mine and my kids' clothes. And we lived in my mom's house. We would sleep in her living room for a whole year. 
um, I worked my ass off and I finally got us out of there. And ever since then, I feel like I've just been going through like one thing of spiritual learning and I'm like, I'm finding out more things like why, how I grew up affects me. What can yeah. I do to be a better, like a, a thing that motivates me is how to be a better parent. Yeah, I don't want my kids to have to suffer. You know what I mean? Like I tell my kids I'm sorry all the time because mm-hmm. sometimes I fuck up. Sometimes I scream and I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. That was on me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I screamed at you. Let's talk about this, you know? Because when I was young, it was like, Shh, you're being dramatic. Shut up. I'm going to give you something to cry about. Go to the room, yeah. you know? And I don't want to be that same person. And I just feel like as, you know, the months go by, I want to learn more and more about, like, helping myself, but also learning how to help others to help guide others. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why I went into, like, being a Reiki practitioner and, like, the healing way. I just want to heal the world you know mm-hmm. i think we can come from stuff that's so traumatic that's your goal is to how can i heal someone how can out? i help yeah. like so that they don't go through it or <clears throat> they come out way before than i did way like I, I stayed way too long like way overdue you know yeah i did a four-year bid and i was like fuck like like i looked at it like i wasted like the good parts of my 20s but like i really didn't because i'm still only 28 so right i got I got time, like I got out. And then also, I feel early. like this was something that we were supposed to go through, to, right. you know, to, to do be this. able to like help others, and you know, like they can see someone who's done it and came out on top and came out even better. Exactly. You know, even though at points, of course, we ourselves didn't think that we would come out on top because mm-hmm. there's ups and there's downs. You know. Exactly. What about you, Brittany? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so my dark night of the soul. I'm not even, I'm really bad with years. So I want to say it was like 2019. I was just in a really bad manipulative relationship with like a narcissist. And, uh, yes. <laughs> that's who starts it. And, um, I had to get out of it. I got the strength to like go. And then I started school. Um, and after school, I the job that I have, and I'm, you know, grateful for that. But not just there, I was still really, really messed up from it all. And um, once I got that job, and I got full time with that job, I started therapy, which was the best decision I feel like I could have made because therapy was the most helpful thing, I would mm-hmm. say on my spiritual journey, just being able to like talk to someone about everything that I went through with this man and just make me feel like I can open myself up again and trust again and uh, how important it is to not hide those parts of myself because I still do and I still feel so much shame and guilt about that situation. And I know, you know, it's not my fault, but it was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to go through. And it still affects me to some mm-hmm. degree. And I, you know, walk around and think, oh, I'm I'm fine. But like whenever I go to therapy and we talk about something and she's like, oh, well, you do this because and then let's talk about this and because you do this, let's talk about why you do this. I do hypnotherapy and I do um, EMDR therapy. And um, I like it mostly because uh, I don't think I get hypnotized, but I definitely feel like 
it puts me in a place where I can feel more. If well, you're makes, like centered. Yeah. I feel like they bring you down and mm-hmm. yeah. you can open I up. Can, exactly. Because I don't think that um, I'm like under a state. Like I feel like I could get up and walk at any time, you know, but mm-hmm. I definitely feel like if I just embrace it, then um, it works. And that's really, I feel like, good in terms of channeling your emotions. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, that is my my oh and the medications. Um, honestly, I wouldn't recommend, but they've been really helpful. <laughs> but uh, yeah, did feeling you, is different in all different in, ways. in different ways. Because even like for me, when I did the medication, it was like then I just changed my mindset. But like, it takes you to get to a certain point to be able to do that. Exactly, and I don't think I'm there yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna hang on to those meds but i really want to stop as long as you need dude. as long as you need because the come off of them i'm not gonna lie i couldn't do it by myself mm-hmm. i had my daughter's dad to help me through that mm-hmm. so that was a tough time too the yeah. only medication i'm on is marijuana <laughs> <laughs> it's the best medicine come on now i am i will probably be on it hang around you two hoes <laughs> But um, in terms of therapy, uh, what was your, like, best thing to do in therapy? Like, what what made you like, like it the most? What made you want to keep going back to therapy? Like, what made you say, this, this shit's working? Ooh. Oh, I knew it was working for me when, like, it's, like, it's no secret. I'm the fucking sexual friend. So, like, I feel like before I didn't have, like, a, like a filter to it. Like... If I wanted to fuck you, I'll fuck you. So, like, once I started getting decisive, because I was just, like, the same things that used to work on me. Like, if you text me, like, hey, what's up? Like, I'd be like, are we fucking tonight? Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't give a fuck. But, like, once I realized it was energy and I started cutting guys off, like, that's when I was like, okay, this, this shit is, like, working. Like, once I started elevating within myself and, like, I held myself to a higher standard, I got my confidence back. I was like my same like I don't I don't want to say same because I grew but like like I had that oomph back to me like yeah, got that spring in your step got that little <laughs> spring in my step got my look back like when I was going through it I looked like shit so yeah. like once I got my look back I was like yeah like I am that mm-hmm. and then once I started manifesting more and like believing in myself more I'm like I don't need these what the fuck go fuck you for what exactly like like what energy is going to transcend transcend into me like am I going to be sad am I going to be happy when I get the fuck up like like why would I just fuck you to feel empty like because that's a lot of what I used to do I used to like soothe shit with sex Mm -hmm. and so once I was like yeah no I don't want to do that anymore but um in terms of like therapy though what was helped you like when you went to go and sit down with a therapist Mm. did they do any like special methods with you like when they make me like go back and be like that little girl that was molested the little girl that was raped and like actually truly feel those emotions because like i had never done that i thought i was healing because i've been in and out of therapy like was it like hypno or you just talked about it just like talked about it in a way like it was kind of like one of those like close your eyes and like where was she? And it's like it's it's like sensory. Like mm-hmm. I could smell the the area again. I could 
feel all the emotions. I could feel the fear and like go through all those emotions. Like I had never went that deep into it. Mm-hmm. Like so when she had me doing those exercises, I'm like, like, because normally I would do something like that, get out of therapy, feel so bad, and I want to like fuck that away. Mm-hmm. So like once I had to like sit in it and truly sit in it for a fucking day and days or weeks or months and like that that works for me like actually going back and feeling those emotions because I don't I don't I don't cry a lot and like I'm emotional but I don't cry like if I cry it's gonna be for like three seconds and then I'm gonna bounce back I cry all the time so like (laughs) so like I can't like I can't sit there and like I don't cry all the time but if I want to cry I'm crying like (laughs) like I'll it's it's weird how I cry like It'll be like for three, like it's silent for one, and then it'll be like for like three seconds. It'll be like, all right, now we gotta boss back up, shut the fuck up, like that, because that's how my life has always been. I've always had to be the boss of everything, so yeah, I've always because had to you need to going. stop being in your masculine and yeah. start being yeah. in your freaking feminine. Yeah, that is exactly why. That was why I had not allowing yourself to feel. I had a lot because of that. you're like in flight or fight, you know, yeah, all 100%. the time. Like you're trying to. What are, when, what's next? What's next? What's that next? you don't get time to be in your feminine energy. Yep. I, I didn't get to do that until, like, right around now. Because, like, I've always been in the head. Like, even when my mom got sick with cancer, I was the head of everybody after that. And then I've lived on my own since I was 16. I've always spearheaded my own home. So, like, it was a lot of That just, is true. You've been I've in the been fight or flight for Since forever. Ever. Even when my mom, I remember, like, because my goal in life was I watched my mom, like, I think from being a single mom, like, she, it was, like, from being a single mom, like, it's hard. So, like, I would watch her bounce around. So, like, in my adult life, it was, I don't care what I got to do, I'll never lose my home. So, Mm -hmm. like, for me, I always just worked to maintain. So, like, I didn't have a chance to sit down and be sad or. Yeah. It Same. was, it was Same. like life had to keep going. Like when she got sick, okay, life has to keep going. Like, and then I became responsible for like my sister and her kids and then my grandma at the same time too. So like I was in true fight or flight mode for, for like a decade. Yeah. And then when I met Austin, I thought it was like, Ooh, finally I get to fucking relax. Finally I get to chill out. Like I ain't gotta be so damn strong all the time. Mm-hmm. fucked around met the devil <laughs> <laughs> and now I gotta be strong as fuck again so like it's just it's it's a balancing act just like mm-hmm. trying to balance both but like I I love living in my feminine energy but towards the right man like I'm not yeah. gonna like cause I am I'm, I'm feminine in the fact that I'll cook I'll clean I'll take care of you I'll do all these things but I wanna do them for the right man so like every Every man that interacts with me, he won't get to see that side until I feel like I can let my guard down. So, like, I'm, I'm real cutthroat now when I date. It's not it's not easy. Like, my heart's on freeze until I get divorced from Satan. <laughs> I definitely understand that. My I feel like heart was on freeze for mm-hmm. a long time, but um, I did a lot of work with my attachment style, mm-hmm. and I found out that I am anxious Mm-hmm. Like super, super crazy anxious. So um, when I would like open my heart, I would just be so ready for it. And I would just get crushed immediately. And like the situation with my ex, like ex, ex all the way back. Um, 
that like started me getting like panic attacks. Mm -hmm. So I did not know what to do. And um, I wanted to jump out there, but I like literally couldn't bring myself to do it because I would freak out. I remember the first date that I went on that was like an actual like date, not just like some, some <laughs> Netflix <thing>. and because <laughs> that's what they do nowadays. Over. Uh, yeah. Um, and I was like nervous and I was like in the car on the way there and I had my first panic attack and I was like, what in the world was that? I couldn't breathe. I had to pull over. I was dying. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, just breathe through it. And I was like, but I can't breathe. I can't feel anything. It felt like, I don't know. It just, it felt right. like I couldn't. It felt like something was like on my chest Mm -hmm. and I couldn't breathe and I felt like I couldn't move. I felt like I was like paralyzed. Mm -hmm. And from then on, I just kind of started having panic attacks throughout my like dating history. And um, now I feel like I can move forward because I'm in a great Mm -hmm. now. But I definitely understand where you're coming from Mm -hmm. with the closing your heart Mm -hmm. off because it's not easy to be able to open it up again after so much manipulation and and, yeah, Mm -hmm. saying that he like beat you. Yeah. I can't even with that. Yeah. Like, like, and, and the thing that I think fucked my head up the most was like, like he was like that guy, like, like I met him like around the time, like my grandma was sick and like dying. So, like, he was always my safe haven. So, like, it'd be like every time I get out of school, I'm going to go see him. We're going to lunch. We're doing this. Like, he's always trying to do something to take my mind off of it. Like, I never, like, going through it with my therapist, there were warning signs, like, after I moved in. But, like, before I moved in, I didn't see it. Like, I thought he was so sweet, so, oh, he'll do anything I say, da-da-da-da-da. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't That's who catch they play it. it to be, you know. He, exactly. He, he's, I married the ultimate narcissist and manipulator, and he still plays those games now, even yep. with anybody else throughout this day. Like he will never change, and like they never I, do. I never realized he was so abusive. Like he had abused like his daughters, his first baby mama or whatever. Like, and that's in '98. So like you're talking about from '98 till. <laughs> 2000 we're in 23 and he was still doing the same shit as far as i know in 22 Mm -hmm. so like he'll never change so like my my heart's more so closed off because i want to recognize those red flags up front like it's not like i won't date because the one that i did date after i separated like i feel like he was a good starting point and he made me realize like what I was asking for wasn't too much. I was just asking the wrong person. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was still parts of him that I realized were, like, narcissistic. But, like, not not to that extreme that I had came from. But, like, it, it was parts of him, like, that weren't all the way there. And then I was like, well, let me take a step back and, like, heal myself. And then I'll try this dating thing again. So, like, to me, what I choose to do is I'll, like, date. And then whoever I choose to exchange energy with is because I feel like, you're on the same, like, path as me. Like, mm-hmm. you're more so focused on your goals. You're more so, like, ambitious. You're doing what you need to do to thrive. Like, like when I leave you, I, I whatever you put into me, it, it helps me to elevate. If I feel anything other than, like, I don't want that shit. Like, I remember I hooked up with this dude, and afterwards I felt, like, just, like, empty and sad. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? 
Mm-hmm. Was that like what's in you? Like I don't want no parts of that. Best sex ever. Never called that man again. <laughs> ever. Probably a demon. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, you're empty inside. You're fucking low. Like, no, never called him to again. To me, I feel like um, before when I left my ex, I feel like I had already been checked out of my relationship for like a year. Um, And I actually, I met my current boyfriend literally two months or six weeks after I left my ex. Mm-hmm. And... He can even tell you I was a major B-I-T-C-H because I was like, you don't want this. You're not ready for this. Like, I have kids. Like, and mind you, he's seven years younger than me. <laughs> so <laughs> that was like a big scare. Um, but he is just the most amazing soul that I know. He is so caring. He is so loving. Like, I don't think he's ever yelled at me or gotten mad at me. It's always me. <laughs> getting mad at myself um and he just he like i feel like the universe was like we need to give this girl something before she fucking dies Mm -hmm. like i was literally like at the bottom bottom and he was the like the one person who showed me that yes like good people do exist Mm -hmm. there is people that are out here for you you know trying to make you do better like he always encourages me like and my ex, like, he, it was, like, specific things. I couldn't be myself. I couldn't be outgoing. I couldn't be, like, the center of attention, you know? Oh, and I usually am them. because that's just who I am. Like, I feel like my vibe, my aura, like, I'm just friendly and people just love mm-hmm. me. People literally tell me their life stories and I'm just like, um, uh, ma'am, I, I did not ask you for this, <laughs> you know? And, like, I feel like he hated that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like I had to dim my light. And with Christian, like, he makes me dim even harder. He's like, yes, babe, wear that. Yes, do that. Like, yes, let's go do this. You know, like, and he motivates yes. me. And I feel like that's what I needed in a partner, someone to love me, to love my babies most of all, mm-hmm. you know. And his mother did, like, a great job with him. Like, he literally helps me do everything. Like, I can't complain. There's mm-hmm. not one thing that I can complain about this man, and it triggers me. <laughs> triggers. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> that is true. I remember I was so mad at you. When you got in a relationship, I was like, ooh, we're going to be single together. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. And then, like, 2.5 seconds later, she's like, girl, I, I met this guy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? She's like, no! No! <laughs> now, you know what? I think I do this, like, <laughs> fucked up, I guess. Like, I like I feel like dudes get into relationships with me, like, in their heads. And I'd be like, we're not, but we're not together. So, like... That'd be fucked up. And I wonder if that's because, like, because I like older guys. Like, I'm, bro, if you've never had no 45 and up. I haven't. Into the mic, Deshante. 45 and up. (laughs) (laughs) I think I got lost in my headspace, but, like, 45, 40, that's where it's at. That's your sweet spot. Goddamn. But, like. Any 40-year-olds out there? Okay. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding, guys. (laughs) If you got it, I don't know. They might have Facebook. But <laughs> definitely on Facebook. But I don't know, like I don't know, like what the fuck was I getting out with that? You said you like older men. Damn, I really got lost in that shit. <laughs> She's like, <"Fuck." laughs> I, like I like to assume shit. that you guys are in a oh, relationship. Yeah, assuming. So like I don't know, like even in my last thing, like he assumed we were like together before we had the real conversation. Mm-hmm. And like so I was still living life. Because until you talk to me about that directly, like, how do I know? We're not the fuck together. Like, because I think because we were involved in each other's kids' lives and stuff like that. But, like, 
Were you guys living together? It should practically at Aikido's house, but like, not the same. Not the same. But we're not together. But we're not together. Here's your key. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't consider us like together. I was like, this just like we kicking it, cooling it. I had like two niggas keys at once. So like I'm just well done. <laughs> I was just cooling it. I was just like enjoying my single era like a lot. <laughs> She's like a lot. I mean, honestly, as you should though. So I didn't see it wrong. So I feel like it That my, was my plan. It did not work out for me. <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to be hot girl summer. For both of us, super hot girl summer, and then I lost my mind and you And I got a boyfriend. Is she yeah. got a boyfriend? <laughs> so two opposite directions. I don't know. So like in this phase, like I just want I want that. I want like that single like piece, like like I take myself out on dates every week. Like yes, I missed my date last night because I didn't feel like getting dressed. I hate going places by myself. I it's also the best. hate going places by myself too. To me, it's I the need best. I need one other at least one other person yeah. there with me to conversate with. Like, what do I do? I Who do I look at? Sometimes yeah. you sometimes you, just you sit on your phone. No. Sometimes I be looking at the TVs in the restaurant. Sometimes I be like talking. They to got the TVs waiters. in these restaurants. Like, Where you going? Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> If so, invite me no, next time. Like, some little city place. They be having like the little TVs on the wall or like, I don't know. I'd be scrolling through Instagram. I should take pictures of my damn self. Like to me, when I'm out, I don't like to be bothered. Like if I you would see- video call somebody and be like, hey, you're going to eat dinner with me. What's up? How you been? But then you get a single girl out by herself and she's pretty like, she knows she's pretty and out by herself. To like come up and make it a thing, like no, I have insulin anxiety, can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I tried the whole like I'm gonna take myself and I. Movie I, dates are awesome. Move, okay, yeah, I will. You go can to meet the people at the movies by myself, but I went to a concert alone. It didn't hit. Oh, I did, that's I did the worst. dinners by myself, and I was like, "This, what do you?" I do? did my house. Yeah, I just felt awkward. <laughs> I was chilling. just like. Mm, I wanted to leave. It's it's a no for me. You can I laugh can. with the environment. Movies. I have ADHD. I feel like it's too much, like too much movement. I'll be like, the they'll only, be like, they'll be like, is that girl over there in crack? Like, why, why is she, she fucking looking? No, at everybody. <laughs> I hate when they be like, oh, like like I was at sushi. I took myself to sushi like last weekend or something like that. Like this this lady was like, oh she's by herself like bitch don't pity me like pity me. i chose I got, this life i chose this like i gotta dress up for my goddamn self like i can get stood up like <laughs> this is what i do so like i don't know well proud of you for that yes it don't bother Need me more independent women dates out there mm-hmm. and speaking of independent women um <laughs> we do the bitch business brunch oh mm-hmm. yes that's how this whole thing came about yeah like really really loving that and so when next ladies we planned it already. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did? Yep. Is it next weekend? Is it the 25th weekend? No. Is it next it's, month? It's the 26th. No, it can't be next. It's the 26th. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm like the chef ward, and I'm like... <laughs> I think so. Hold on. Let me let me check yeah, my calendar. Check the calendar. <laughs> but I love those, and I'm happy that we can do them together. The 25th. The 25th. Let's go. Is um, I. What are we going to work on? This, I guess. this, our next podcast for sure. Okay, that's come up with ideas. Maybe we should all just brainstorm topics right sure. and put them all together, Beautiful. and then we can pick one. Love it, Chef's kiss. So here's here. Is this the ending? <laughs> should we end it here? The end. No.
<laughs> I'm like, are we at like 20 minutes? <laughs> uh, we're actually at 35. We can end it here. Okay. Well, oh. thank you for listening, and we love you guys. Bye. Until next time. I love Until you guys. Until next time. Adios.